The college experience Big Ten Conference preview between the Northwestern Wildcats and the Ohio State Buckeyes on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is doing everything they can to help hashtag DGENs only cash big. Use the promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors providing insight, analysis, and free betting picks from cappers and betters, including the crew from SGPN better than Vegas. It's like YouTube for sports betting. Check out all their free videos at better than Vegas Vegas. That's better than Vegas Vegas. We're also brought to you by ACE per head. ACE is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus ACE is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Yes, yes, woo! Welcome, welcome to the college experience Big Ten conference preview between the Northwestern Wildcats and the Ohio State Buckeyes. My name is Colby Swinging Dan to base Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick, and we are picking Big Ten conference football. You gotta love that. Uh, unfortunately, this game is being played in Indianapolis. How about that? From the start. I just want to, before I dive into this game and talk about the keys of winning and who you should bet on, why is this game being played at Lucas oil? Come on, come on. You guys are the big 10. This game should not be played in a dome. You have soldier field and Lambeau field and whatever the fuck the Brown stadium is called. All right. Rotate between those three. All right. Rotate between those three. That's all I say. All right. Anything I, you I, just don't Lucas oil. Come on. I don't even care if you play at fucking Notre Dame stadium, anything, anything I'll play, do a fucking field of dreams, play in the middle of a cornfield. It's better than Lucas oil. It just doesn't fit your MO and it hurts the game. It's like a corporate America game. It just has a, a feel like you're just at California pizza kitchen or some shit when you're at in a dome. You know what I mean? Anyway, let's talk about this game. Uh, First off, I am one of the people that say if Ohio State wins this game, well, I think everyone deserves a shot. You go undefeated. I mean, I've long lobbied for a large playoff and not eight games or eight teams. I'm sorry. I I lobby for a large playoff. 32 uh, would be my minimum that I would be happy with mainly because I want to cast a big net. I want to get the whole country. I think college football shoots itself in the foot uh, from a, from a, uh, from a whole country standpoint, everyone should like look at college basketball, look at all the other sports 
and uh, it's regionalized right now, unfortunately. And I think with, with, with it having a larger playoff, I understand Cincinnati's in the state of Ohio too, but this year it would be, you know, you got Cincinnati fans that are out there been following the program for a long time, coastal Carolina, you know, and I don't want to harp on this point too much because this is a preview pod, but I, I, I do believe that everyone should have a shot. This is America. Everyone should have a shot. It's very un-American to have a system that does not. And it's pretty pathetic what is going on right now. Florida loses a game. They could drop one spot and they lose a, a game to an LSU team. That's trash. I just, it just doesn't make sense to me. So I, and I completely get a lot of these teams cases against Ohio state, but I'm also going to not say that Ohio state doesn't belong. So if Ohio state goes undefeated to me, they have sure. Give them a shot. Give everyone a shot that goes undefeated. All right. Um, now you look at this game, uh, obviously Ohio state also from, from a, they, this is the hard part here. They haven't played many good teams. That's just the facts. The facts is like, I honestly think that the big 10 is the worst power five conference this year. I really do. I really think the PAC 12 is better than the big 10 this year, which is unbelievable because last year, the big 10 was right there. You know, you could argue for what the best, you know, but with Michigan being that bad with Penn state being that bad with Michigan state being that bad with Illinois being bad and, and Nebraska being bad and Maryland being bad. I mean, Maryland's always bad, but I mean, there's just not many good teams. I think it's, I think the second best team personally, I don't have, I, I, I don't buy into the Indiana thing. Indiana hasn't beaten a team with a winning record and they've been outgaining in a lot of games. Um, and not only barely outgained, I'm talking severely outgained. I think it's either Iowa or Northwestern and Northwestern beat Iowa. So they, they're given that shot, which is fair. Um, but I, I don't believe into the Indiana thing. And I, I just think the conference is way down. I think Ohio state's elite and the PAC 12 doesn't have anyone as elite as Ohio state. Despite if USC goes undefeated, I think they would be, they should have just as much a shot as anybody else. So, um, as much as I hate. USC. Um, but I think the depth of that conference is better than the depth of, of the big 10, just from me watching the games. Cause they, I know their records don't indicate that, but they've played so little because of cancellations. Um, but you look at, you look at, uh, Ohio state schedule. I mean, I don't think Nebraska, I don't I mean, yeah, they tore, tore up Nebraska. It doesn't mean much to me. 13 point win to Penn state. I do think Penn state's probably a little bit better than their record indicates, but I also think they're not very good, especially with all those opt outs and injuries they had. Rutgers is getting better, but I don't think that's a good win. They had the Maryland game canceled. They beat Indiana by seven and, and Indiana. I don't think had any place belonging in the top 10. I think I've always lobbied that Northwestern is a better team than Indiana this year. Um, and I think I was too personally, but uh, then they get, Illinois game canceled. Then they destroy Michigan state when they had like 20 players out kudos to them on that. But I also think Michigan state's not good. And then Michigan cancels that game. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, by the way, Michigan practice on Sunday. What, what the fuck was that? Bunch of bullshit there going on. Um, you look at Northwestern, Northwestern beat the hell out of Maryland. 43 to three took down Iowa, 21, 20, 
beat Nebraska by eight, then took down Purdue by seven, and then Wisconsin by ten. They really, really uh, defensively locked down Wisconsin. Uh, And then they lost to Michigan State by nine, and that was a crazy game because I watched that whole game. I'm a Pat Fitzgerald fan. I think he's I think he's a really good coach. I I thought that game was more about Northwestern giving away that game than Michigan State winning that game. That's that was my take on that. But then they beat the Illini in a game I was on the Illini. I was on the wrong side of that. And now comes uh, you know, Ohio State. Um you look at this Northwestern team, Peyton Ramsey, the Indiana transfer, who I liked him at Indiana. Now, he he's I think he's a pretty a pretty decent quarterback. 124 of 210, 1218 yards, 59% completion percentage, nine touchdowns, six picks. Obviously, that's got to be better. But when you struggle at the skill positions with no matter what, Northwestern, especially offensively, me and Patty C were talking about this the other day. I can't remember them having like a really good wideout since the days of like Dwayne Bates in the 90s or something. I, I, I'm sure they've had some. I just can't remember them. Um, but I mean, going up against Nebraska or not Nebraska, Ohio State's defensive backs, despite Ohio State's defense looking shaky this year, and I think we can all admit that, even Buckeye fans. I just don't know. I mean, I, I honestly think okay, you got Chica Chica Chicayo Bowman and 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 McGowan lead the team. Both have thirty receptions for almost about the same yardage. I, I think they're going to be really tested to get open. I don't know that they'll have a lot, a lot of opportunity, even the third wide wide out Riley Lees. Um, I think maybe you try to go run heavy, get the tight end involved. John Rainey, um, the run game though, Drake Anderson, Isaiah, Isaiah Bowser, even Evan Hull and Cam Porter. They, they, they all get a lot of carries or a decent amount run game, burn the clock play great defense. Cause that's one thing I will say, despite we know Ohio state's offense is, is uh, legit with Justin Fields. I actually believe in this Northwestern defense. I actually think it's one of the better defenses in, co- in college football. Uh, by the way, kicking the ball for, for the uh, Wildcats is uh, Charlie Kubander. And he's 21 of 21 on extra points, eight of 10 on field goals, long of 46. So pretty good. Five of seven from the 40 yard range. Um, and Patty Fisher on defense, he's everywhere. So if this defense can, can just now, obviously good offense normally beats good defense. Unfortunately in 2020, that tends to be the case, but if they can just muster up a couple turnovers, uh, like I said, Patty Fisher stud linebacker, he's joined by Blake Gallagher, Chris Burgeon, and uh, who's that other linebacker they use Peter McIntyre, Bryce Gallagher might get in there too, but uh, those guys are really, it's a really good unit. On the D line, I've been I've been impressed with the D line some. Adetomoe, Adeboro, whatever. I'm probably butchering that name, but I, whenever I watch him play, I think he's sound. Him, Jake Sanders, Iku Liotota, Liotta, I think it is. Four sacks on that D line. Uh, and also, Trevor Kent gets in there, and Ernest Brown also. But uh, that's going to be a big thing. O State. Ohio state O-line against that wildcat D line. I think the D line's pretty good, but obviously it's Ohio state guys buckle up. Um, but I like that linebacking core against, uh, against, uh, Ohio state. I think there'll be some opportunity perhaps for them. Um, fields. That's the one thing that Indiana game, they did make fields look uncomfortable and, and he definitely struggled some in that game, turned the ball over a lot. 
Um, that'll be interesting to see if they can do that here in the secondary, uh, Cameron Ria Ruiz, one of the better DBs. He got two sacks also for, for the Wildcats, him, AJ Hampton, Greg Newsom, the second, uh, Rod Hurd, Bryce Jackson, all of them, Cameron Mitchell going to need huge games because you're going to get tested. The skill positions for Ohio state are just ridiculous, but Pat Fitzgerald, he's no stranger to know to being an underdog man back in the day when Steve Schnur was at the helm for the Wildcats, they were doing it. So I think the key is to limit. I mean, the key is obviously to limit Justin Fields, make him feel comfortable if you can do that. And I think the key for Ohio state is they ditched the run game a lot. And I don't think they need to. I think they got players on this. I'll go through their, their lineup too. Obviously fields has been a stud, um, but master Teague and trace sermon, the Oklahoma transfer. I think, between those two and fields is, you know, ground, you know, his legs by him being able to run. I think that that is needs to be utilized more. And I think that will be the difference in the game. Um, obviously Olave is a stud. Garrett Wilson's a stud. Their whole roster will, will, you know, Ruckert, the tight end, I think is really good. They don't use them a lot, but um, I would, I would, I, I tend to think that the, you know, Northwestern pass defense might be able to, to hang around, even though a lot and Wilson are such studs, I'm sure they'll break one at some point, but I think they're good enough to, to just bother them. But if I'm, if I'm Ohio state, I'm thinking the run game could be also obviously fields. If the more pass he throws, the more chance of a, of a turnover. But, uh, I, I think, uh, the run game could be the secret for the Buckeyes kicking the ball. They've actually only been three for six on field goals, which has been a concern. You use three different kickers. They're in a dome, unfortunately, but that might help. Uh, defensively, they got talent. I don't understand why they're as bad as they are or ha- the, the, how they have they looked, I should say. But uh, on the D-line, uh, Tommy, uh, what? how do I pronounce this guy's name again? Tagayu, he's a beast. Jonathan Cooper. He's a beast. Uh, Tyreek Smith, Zach Harrison, all those guys are really good on the D-line. Haskell Garrett also. Uh, linebacker, this is one of my favorite guys to watch in college football, and he's got maybe one of the greatest names, Tough Borland. 19 tackles, one sack. He's all over the place. Him, Pete Werner, Baron Browning. Just a, a really good linebacking core. Dallas Gant gets in there too. Um, the secondary, which obviously they, they got hit last year, but still, I still think Marcus Williamson, Sean Wade is a stud. Marcus Hooker's really good. Josh Proctor. And they're going to have a chance. And that's that's the thing I, I, I got to emphasize here is that Ramsey, can he play a perfect game? Because that's essentially what you have to do. If you're going to have any shot at winning this, you got to play a perfect game and then you need to somehow force some turnovers. Can they win the special teams? Can Ohio State miss a couple field goals? You know, can Northwestern capitalize off of off of those turnovers? But Ramsey really needs to play a perfect game. And, uh, and I still think even with that, it's a tall order. Uh, the line is at 21. I'll say this though. I I think you take the points. I understand Ohio state. The last time they were in this position, they, they, they just blanked Gary Anderson's Wisconsin team, like 59 to nothing, but that was urban Meyer. And I, I think day is a great coach, but uh, a little different with Meyer. And I also think Pat Fitzgerald's got that underdog thing. His teams are tougher than a Gary Anderson coach team. So I'm going to say take the 21 and I think at halftime, it'll be kind of close. 
kind of close. Give me like a, give me like a 17 to uh six at halftime, just flirting around or something. And maybe they have a point where they cut it to 17 to nine or something. And you're thinking, Oh shit, it's a one possession game. And then the Buckeyes will pull away. But um, I say do that. And another thing to do Ohio state fans out there before I dive into more of this is uh, you got to check out Tommy's diner in Columbus. Shout out to them. They're awesome. Been open 30 years. You got to check out Tommy's diner. Great menu. Great food. Best food in, uh, in Columbus. You got to check it out. Some of the best food in Columbus, at least. Um, I highly recommend it. I'm all about that uh, broccoli cheddar soup. They got there some chicken piccata, just delicious. You know what I mean? Check. You got to check out Tommy's diner in Columbus. Do that. I know they're excited for Ohio state. I think Ohio state's going to get the win. I do as much as look, I'll be honest guys. It's nothing personal. I just lo- I, look, I, I, I'm a big Pat Fitzgerald fan. I love that 95 Nebraska team. I think it was 94, maybe with Darnell Autry and everybody. So I'm going to be rooting for Northwestern and I just love chaos. Also, I'd love to see the committee, but I think the play, I still think the play is to take the 21 because I think the defense is good enough. The question is, can the offense get anything going for Northwestern? That's how you lose that bet is if they just get nothing going against Ohio state. But I think defensively they can hang around a little bit. I think they'll challenge uh, fields enough that they can hang around. Give me the wildcats and the 21. But uh, I don't love that play. I like it, actually. Patty C locked it up, by the way. Our other co-host, Patty C. So, all right, guys, this is the college experience. Make sure you subscribe. We handicap every single Division I college basketball and college football game. We've been doing it for four years. Me, my co-hosts that are normally with me, Patty C, NC Nick. We've been doing it four years, guys. Never been below 500. We've been, oh, actually, we've been over 500 every single season. Each college football season, over 500. Each college basketball season, over 500. We've been way over 500 on our locks, which we publish all of this, the locks and every pick on sports podcast.com on a spreadsheet for free. And we also tweet these things out daily. So I'll give you the Twitter handles in a minute, but make sure you subscribe to the college experience. I, I truly believe that no one else covers college football and college basketball like us. That, in, that includes. So, so guys, if you're a Northwestern basketball fan, Chris Collins, maybe you can do tough loss to pit the other night. But I mean, if you're an Ohio state fan, I think Ohio State's going to be good. I know you lost to Purdue, and I was on Purdue, but I still think you're going to be fine. EJ Lydell will be back. He'll be fine. Um, but, yeah, make sure you subscribe. Uh, I'll tell you this, though. We don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. All I'm going to try to charge you for is your kindness. If you can go over to iTunes, give us a five-star review, say some nice things about us, we'd certainly appreciate it because oftentimes sponsors have told us that's how uh, – they, they like to see fans engaged, essentially talking about the product they're about to invest in. So if you do that, I really appreciate it. And if you do take a screenshot, tag me at the Colby D on Twitter. And as a token of our appreciation, uh, I will enter you in a David Stern like raffle where you're guaranteed to win uh, a college experience t-shirt over the next couple of weeks. How about that? Done deal. Do it at the Colby D on Twitter. And uh, yeah, uh, Patty C, my co-host Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C831. Give him a follow. NC Nick, my other co-host that picks every game. He's on Twitter at NC underscore N-I-C-K. Come play DraftKings college basketball and college football with us. Every Friday morning, we drop a DraftKings episode on the college experience. And we also, throughout the week, play a bunch of games. So it's only a couple bucks, a lot of fun. We've given away lineups that have won hundreds of dollars. So check that out. And yeah, we're part of the Sports Gambling Podcast. They're on Twitter at the SGP Network. Give them a follow. 
This is the college experience. Big 10 championship preview. Hit up Tommy's diner. All right. You better start thinking about yours and we out. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.